helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Hi, this is Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, and I want to thank you for joining us in this episode of the Life Transformation Radio Show. Our talk for today, our show for today is about jealousy. Yes, we're going to be talking about jealousy in relationships and giving you some ideas about good kinds of jealousy and bad kinds of jealousy and, and the difference between jealousy and envy. And we are going to be looking at this from a scriptural point of view, but also from a psychological point of view. So yes, we are going to cover all the bases. So stay tuned to hear about jealousy in relationships today. But before I get into the the rest of this show, let me welcome those of you who might be first time listeners. You're listening to the Life Transformation Radio Show. I am your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services. Elam is a professional counseling organization that provides professional counseling from a Christian perspective. We offer a sliding scale so that we can offer our service to those who might really need help but might not be able to afford the standard cost of counseling. You can find out more about that and many more things by going to our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E as in egg, L I am as in man and counseling with two L's, elamcounselingministry.com. You can also call us if you're one of those old-fashioned kind of people like myself that doesn't prefer to use email but you like to take up the call, the telephone and make a call. Yes, you can reach us too by calling us at 613-699-1677. And for those of you who have been listening to this show for a while, it's no surprise to you that Melissa Waggot is here again with us in the studio. Welcome, Melissa. Thanks so much, Michael. It's great to join you, and welcome back to our frequent listeners. And if you're new today, welcome. We look forward to talking about jealousy today. Yes, a I, hot I, topic. Yes, and I think you should you should you know stop saying it. You, you, it's it's good to join you. You're like an integral part of the <laughs> show. Like this show can't happen without you. We're so a team. We I, are I, a team. I should just say you know welcome to the live transformation show with Melissa and Michael. Right? Oh gosh. We need to rebrand. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, what for whatever reason, however it's set up, I'm happy to be here, co-host or otherwise. Uh, we were talking off the top, Michael, um, before we went on air, how much I enjoy getting to spend time with you. I feel like I learn something each and every week when we spend time together and go through these topics. And one unique feature that our listeners are aware of this show is that we do look at things from a biblical perspective, which I think provides an interesting slant to things that otherwise people may have heard about before. But when you come from things with a faith-based background, if you you can link your spiritual life, your emotional life, your mental health life, your relationship life all together. I think you get so much more because they all are interlinked. You can't have one without the other. Absolutely. And I think the Word of God is sort of what keeps us anchored. It's like the foundation, right? There are many different pathways to help, but I think the Word of God, the faith aspect of it, is what keeps things in perspective and keeps things in accordance with the will of God. So I think in, in that sense, this show is is, is unique because we're looking at psychological principles and we're dealing with topics from uh, t- topics that affect people in their everyday life but we are also looking at it from a balanced perspective like how does it line up with the word of god 
And so to that end, an uh, event that we've been talking about the past few weeks is an uh, emotional healing retreat that we announced last week is full, unfortunately, for those of you who maybe put off giving us a call. It's going to be held the week of June 9th to 11th in Lanark County. And we're really believing that the people that are attending will have breakthroughs uh, in their lives. Right. And so though the list is full, full, pardon me, we are asking that listeners out there do pray for us for that weekend, fast for us, um, and just pray that God would meet people where they're at that weekend, that people who are volunteering that weekend, the therapists that are working with individuals attending would have divine wisdom and grace to walk through people through things that you've talked about in the past mm-hmm. may have been years and years and years in the making and that God would meet them that weekend. Yes. And, and let me just say that, you know, I'm, I'm really very thankful and heartened by the fact that uh, people have responded so overwhelmingly to this retreat that we're we're having. Uh, we, we filled up two months before the scheduled event. And I think that just goes to show that the the word is getting out that this is really a life-changing event. And uh, so much so that we, we have people coming from all the way from Alberta. And so there's many people who called me recently saying that they would also like to come to the retreat. And, you know, just as I said, some people are going to be calling when it's too late. So just let me say that we have another retreat coming up in November. And if you would like to be part of this 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 very important uh, uh, retreat, healing retreat that Elam puts on, then don't wait uh, until October to register for the one in November. Get, get on the list now. Sign up from now because I think that one is also going to fill up very fast. I think eventually we're going to have people literally coming from all over the world because I think the, 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 what's hap- happening at these retreats, the word is getting out there. Another thing we wanted to remind our listeners uh, out there about is the fact that um, much of the work that we do through Elam Counseling Services and the ministry can only be done through the generous gifts of people like yourself out there. So if you feel led, uh, this is something that we do accept donations for, for people to help attend retreats, to get counseling at subsidized rates, because as we've talked about so much in the past, there's many individuals who need counseling, but the cost of standard rates is just beyond their reach. So one of the things we strive to do is meet people where they're at, and by having people like yourselves consider giving donations, it allows us to meet the need when maybe they don't have the financial resources to afford it otherwise, and get good quality counseling at a rate that they can afford. Absolutely. And let me say that uh, donations are very important to us because each donation that comes in help us to help someone who is really in need but not able to afford. So the more donation we get, the more we are able to help people who are not able to pay. And I think what, what I find is that most of the time people who are in real dire need are the ones that can't afford to pay the standard rates of counseling. So this is a ministry, and I think by helping people, you're doing nothing. Uh, it's not less than helping people who are in other countries who, who, by sending money to missions and so forth, you are actually helping to revolutionize life and to change life right here in Ottawa by donating to this ministry. So if you want to give, we encourage you to check out our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-A-M counseling with two L's ministry.com or give us a call at 613-699-1677. So today's show is all about jealousy. So what is jealousy, Michael? 
Well, let me first of all uh, start by saying that jealousy has gotten a very bad name. There are many people who see jealousy as this overtly, overtly negative things thing. Uh, for example, Shakespeare in Othello calls jealousy the green-eyed monster, and there are scriptures in the Bible who warns us against jealous that warns us against jealousy and envy. And so, because of that, people tend to uh, avoid jealousy and also avoid uh, even admitting that they are jealous when they are, in fact, being jealous. And so, it's been become this bad, unspiritual thing. But I would like to challenge that today by saying that jealousy in itself is neither good nor bad, but it's how jealousy is handled that determines whether it becomes good or bad. And I say that because in Exodus 4, uh, Exodus 20, verse 4 to 5, we have God himself saying that I am a jealous God. And we would all agree that jealousy then cannot be bad because God himself say, I am jealous. And he's not saying it with any uh, apology. He is making it clear that he is a jealous God. And so because of that, it's important for us to change this this image that we have of jealousy, that it is something bad and that it is something to be avoided because in itself, jealousy, as I said before, is neither good nor bad. It's how it is handled that leads to negative or positive consequences. So to further kind of tease out what is jealousy, is there a difference between jealousy and envy? Or are they the same thing? Yes, there's a there's a d- big difference between jealousy and envy. Uh, envy is is saying that I someone else have something that I want. So you're you're envious. Someone has a new car or they got a new house, and you're envious. I wish I could have that thing. Jealousy is actually saying I have something that someone else wants. So for example, people in relationship, I am married and someone else is wants my husband or is showing interest in, in my in in my spouse. And so it there there's that difference, right? So jealousy uh, because of that can become protective and 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 controlling and so forth because you're protecting that thing which is about to be taken away but it's important for us to understand that that God himself is jealous and and the word jealous that is used in Exodus 20 verse 4 to 5 uh, actually means zealous and eager so in other words God is zealous and eager for us to protect us from harm so when God say he's a jealous God and that we we shouldn't worship other idols because he's a jealous God what he's saying is that he's zealous for us and he's eager to protect us because he knows the destruction that could come to us as a result of worshiping false God so in that sense jealousy is not is not a bad thing. And it's because we are gods that the jealousy is different than envy in that case. That's why God is jealous. Yes. It's because we belong to right. him. Just in case there is any 
one who isn't familiar with our Christian background, let me just clarify that when you said we are gods, oh yes, yeah, sorry, apostrophe s, right? That is correct. That is correct. Yes, <laughs> listeners, we are not gods. We are you. We belong beings. to God. We belong to God. Just Thank you for that, clarify. See, that. that's yeah. why we are a team. That is why we are a team. Absolutely, I could just imagine some people listening to the show for the first time and going, "What, Melissa? Think Put she's your a pens God? down. Don't send that yeah, email." Yeah. So you alluded to, Michael, the fact that jealousy in and of itself is not a bad thing. Right. So what are the positive aspects of or the role, positive roles that jealousy can play? Well, I think a jealousy in a relationship can be protective. I think that there are some people who should be jealous and are not jealous. And because of that lack of jealousy, they put their, their partners in harm's way because their partners are actually exposing themselves to temptation, uh, doing inappropriate things, and in the name of wanting to be spiritual and seeming to not have this evil thing called jealousy, they, they just turn a blind eye to what is going on. So jealousy, the lack of jealousy in those kinds of situation can lead to to dysfunction by uh, and and sinfulness by causing partners to be to become exposed to harm and so uh, when we we have that kind of situation where there is a lack of a lack of protection then it it opens up the relationship to to sabotage from people outside and opens up our partner to sinfulness. So a little jealousy is not a bad thing. And uh, let me say also that it has been shown that people partake in what we call PDA as a way of protecting their mates from 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 others. And, and PDA is a is a, a short for public display of affection. So when you see people in public sometimes and they're holding hands or they're 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 hugging or you know they're kissing in public. Yes they're being affectionate but in, in some in some ways it can also be a protective device by saying this person belongs to me. We are in a we're in a relationship so so keep back right so this public display of affection has, has been shown to to what has been proven to, to to what to do what we call mate retention so by having that public display of retention uh, of, of this display of affection people are actually engaging in mate retention behavior and and so it's not it's not uncommon for people who feel a little bit jealous to spontaneously engage in those uh, you know you're at this party and someone starts flirting with your spouse and you come over and you give your spouse a big hug and a kiss it's great to see you that, honey put yeah, the arm yeah. around the shoulder right <laughs> that's major tension behavior public display of affection and those kind of th- th- those kind of actions are are, are, are not negative action. They're actually being shown to be a good thing because they're showing, yes, you might have a crush and you might find this person attractive, but we are in a relationship. So in, in that sense, uh, jealousy is, is, is not a bad thing. I've been a little jealousy that flashes that say, I have to show that this person uh, belongs to me and that we're in a relationship. That's not negative. So that leads to my next question. With, with all things that are positive, there's always that equal and opposite going right. on. So mm-hmm. what are some negative manifestations of jealousy? I think one of the negative manifestations of jealousy is that jealousy can, whereas God is jealous and God comes from a very secure place where he's actually protecting us 
from destructive pathways. Jealousy can sometimes be born out of uh, childhood wounds that have led to insecurity. So jealousy can then be manifested in ways that are uncalled for and over things that are innocuous and not threatening at all. I have seen couples who come in where they, 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 they husband actually has a stiff neck because he has to hold his head straight whenever they are walking. If he looks to the left or to the right, he's accused of looking at someone attractive. And, and in some cases, the spouse can't talk to anyone even in, in the, in, even after church in the hallway, if, if the husband or the wife is seen talking to a member of the opposite sex, the, 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 the other person, the other spouse becomes intensely jealous. And so in those kind of situations, it is, it is clear that there is something else driving the jealousy because it, it, this, this is not based on any kind of danger that the person is in. It's no danger talking to someone in after church and saying, hi, hello, how are you? I haven't seen you for a long time. How are the kids? But for some people, if you say that to a member of the opposite sex, it's highly threatening. And so in those cases, jealousy becomes negative because then it leads to things like nagging. It leads to things like controlling behavior where one spouse feels as if they are controlled. There are some people who become who are so insecure because of childhood wounds, sometimes abandonment in childhood where a person uh, was abandoned by a, a parent uh, or, or by parents, they sometimes live on what we call a high alert. They're on high alert of being abandoned again. So anything that remotely resembles being abandoned triggers great stress for them. So if the spouse is talking to someone or looking in the direction of someone attractive, they are on high alert because that childhood wound of being abandoned has not been healed. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Radio Show. Today we are talking about jealousy. If you have missed the first part of the show, we encourage you to check out our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. While you're there, please check out our other resources that are available to you, or you can give us a call at 613-699-1677. So, Michael, you were just describing there some of the negative manifestations of jealousy, um, but I want to sort of circle back to our talk about some of the positive aspects and to see if there's actually any positive outcomes on relationships from having jealousy. You alluded to it a little bit with the PDA stuff, I think, right. talking about that what did you call Public it? Mate? display of affection, yeah. mate and retention. Mate retention, that's what it yes. was. I was going to say mate control, but I feel like that's <laughs> that's not right. So mate retention. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the other positive outcomes on relationships? I think there are times in a relationship where we can get to a stage where we start taking our partners for granted. You know, you have been together for... 10 years or more and all of a sudden you lose sight of the fact that your partner is very attractive because you see them every day and you lose sight of that. And then uh, the the fire in the relationship goes, the, the intimacy in the relationship go. And so when a situation comes up that makes you jealous because maybe you see someone showing interest in your spouse or or someone, not necessarily a sexual interest, but just someone who looks up to your spouse and uh, admires your spouse, that little trigger of jealousy can say, wow, someone actually 
finds worth in my spouse and I've been taking him or her for granted, I should also be remind myself that I am with a very nice person, with a very attractive person as well, with very good qualities. So jealousy... Uh, Jealousy, uh, things that trigger jealousy can be a wake-up call for a relationship. Jealousy can also be a sign that something is wrong in the relationship. So I talked about before that jealousy can be negative. It can be as a result of childhood wounds. But jealousy can also be a sign that someone in the relationship has shown themselves not to be trustworthy. So if you are in a relationship where you have been cheated on, where a person has shown a pattern of untrustworthy behavior, it's very normal and natural that you will have intense jealousy and that you will be triggered by minor things. Now, that is different than someone who is insecure because of childhood wounds. Because if you have a, if you're in a relationship with someone where they have cheated on you several times, it would actually be foolish to trust that person said, you know what, I, I haven't seen him now for a few days or, you know, he hasn't come home tonight, but I just know that I can trust him because he's such a good godly man. No, if this person has, has shown a history of, of cheating on you, then that God-given instinct of being jealous is actually a good thing because it could show that there is potential danger. And also, jealousy in, in, in situations where a person has shown a pattern of untrustworthy behavior can be triggered by minor things like the person coming home five minutes late. And that's not a bad thing either because what it is saying is that I have been hurt and being my spouse being five minutes late, even though rationally I know that it could be a traffic stoplight or something that could happen, I am being triggered because that lateness is bringing back to me memories of a time when my feelings were was hurt. Now, jealousy can also be, be very good for a person's sex life because, as I've said before, some people, when they, fight, they realize that, wow, someone is finding my spouse attractive and, you know, the secretary at work seemed to be calling a little bit too often and maybe there is something going on. Could not be the case, but just that thought can sometimes be an aphrodisiac where, where, where a, a, a relationship that has been dead for passion, the other person now suddenly starts showing more interest in, in, in the sexual uh area of life that they have not, they have neglected for so long. So in those cases, it can actually have very good uh, effect on the relationship. And so the opposite side of things, of course, what are the negative outcomes on relationships from jealousy? Yes. Yeah, so the negative outcomes on relationship, I think one of the biggest thing that can happen is that if you're in a relationship where you're constantly feeling as if you are being watched, like you are being monitored, and you have shown over and over and over again that you are trustworthy. I'm not talking about if you have cheated or if you have done things in the past that are questionable. I'm saying that if there is absolutely no reason for it, you have shown yourself trustworthy and you're not doing anything questionable, but you are always been accused of being jealous over and over and over again. Another big negative effect is that that jealousy can sometimes become a self-fulfilling prophecy. In other words, what I mean by that is when you're constantly nagging someone about them being unfaithful 
to you and you are so very insecure that even a pleasant conversation with someone of the opposite sex become a threat and and you're 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 making it you're making life very miserable for your spouse what you're actually doing is making it unpleasant for you to be around and then eventually they might find someone at work or at the gym that is very fun to be around and then it becomes very tempting because now to come home to you it's misery you're going to be accused of cheating or of doing something that you didn't do so so that person ends up not even wanting to spend time with the jealous spouse anymore and so in those cases it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy by actually creating the very thing that the jealous person fears. So for those people who are listening to the show, you find yourself very, very jealous about minor things, even the look in the direction of an of a opposite sex by your, your partner. Be very careful, because by constantly nagging and suspecting, you're making it very unpleasant, making yourself very unpleasant to be around. And and the sense I'm getting through this whole discussion is there's this really fine balance between jealousy and the causes for it that people need to tease out. Because as you said earlier, when you're having that self-fulfilling prophecy, it's in those situations where the person has been faithful. There's no there's no grounds for someone to be suspicious. Are there other um, negative outcomes or signs that can come from having jealousy within a relationship? Yes, I think one of the other negative outcomes of, I would say a negative outcome of a lack of jealousy in this case, is where jealousy can also, lack of jealousy can be a sign that you don't care about your relationship anymore. So again, we started the show by saying jealousy in itself is neither good nor bad. So there can be good outcomes and negative outcomes. So one of the the, 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 the symptom that that jealousy, lack of jealousy can show in your relationship, if you ha- you're not jealous about your spouse at all and you don't care if your spouse comes home or if they go away for a weekend alone or who they're with, they could be sharing a hotel room with a member of the a person from the opposite sex and you just don't care, it could actually mean that could be a sign that there is something that is wrong in the relationship that needs fixing. Because if you really do care and love someone, like, oh, so let me rephrase that. If you really do care about someone, there should be some form of jealousy in cases that warrants it. Where there is no jealousy and there in situation that warrants it, it is a sign that the passion for the relationship and the zeal for the relationship is no longer there. But remember that I said in the beginning that God is zealous for us, and so God ex- ex- God exhibits jealousy. So at the time we have left, if people out there are listening and maybe they're seeing some of the negative signs of jealousy or lack of jealousy within their relationship, what should they be doing? I think the first thing to begin to do is to have a conversation about it. Uh, start exploring the circumstances. Make a note of the, the the events that trigger jealousy. And then have a discussion about it. Is it warranted? Are, are these things really threat? Or are these things a fabrication in the mind of, of, of your partner? And then once you have that discussion about jealousy, if, if you end up leaving from that discussion and feeling we didn't get anywhere, this was just frustrating, and I feel as if I'm being controlled, I feel as if 
all my actions are being monitored and there is actually no reason for that, then I think the next step after that would start involving a third party, a respected third party. It could be your pastor, it could be a respected friend, uh, a cell group leader. Start Talk to someone about how you're feeling. Sit beside, sit in front of someone and, and share your feelings, uh, preferably the two of you so that they can hear from both sides. And then based on the judgment of that person and the input that that person gives, sometimes the person might be able to ad- adjust their behavior. But if after doing all of that, the behavior persists and it's affecting and damaging your relationship, then it will be important to get help. And if your partner refused to get help, don't let that stop you from getting help because just by you getting help, you can learn strategies for coping with that kind of behavior in a way that will eventually lead your partner to change. So Melissa, I see that we are out of time for today. Thanks so much for letting me join you today, Michael, and going to this topic together. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Thank you for being here as a co-host of the show, Melissa. And thank you all, all of you for listening to this episode of the Life Transformation Radio Show. If you have a question about this show or if you have something that you would like to talk to us about, give us a call at 613-699-1677. If you'd like to contact us by email, then go to our website at elimcounselingministry.com. Go to our contact section of the webpage and you can send us an email about this or any other topic or concerns of your yours. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.